And once again, we have another exciting Tumavit Taharad Virashot day. Oh, Hashem. Um, that's the beauty of it. <laughs> okay, here we go. So, says the Gemara on the bottom of Chavzainu Mudbet. That means we said this yesterday. If you have a house, you have a dead body in a wood house, the wood house is not Tameh. But if you have a dead body in a linen flax tent, the, ha- the tent is Tameh. That's a rule only on linen. Linen has that special rule that even though the tent itself becomes Tameh. Now, what's the source? Amor Bazar, Gamar, Ohel, Ohel, Mimishkan. We make a gzera shava. Tivhaka zotorat adam kiamud ba'ohel. So you see the word ohel is used by the dead body. Uktivatam yifroset ohel al mishkan. Now the ohel is one of the layers of the mishkan, and the oil is made out of pishtan. So malan shal pishtan kroy oil, avkan shal pishtan kroy oil. So by the mishkan, the term oil is used for the flax covering, and that tells me that a flax covering is called an ohel. And there is tumat ohel only on flax. Hold on. You're learning it from the Mishkan. By the Mishkan, it wasn't just regular pishtan. It was woven pishtan. It wasn't just regular woven pishtan. It was six times, uh, six, six, six layered. Imaalan shuzurim chutan kaful shishav kan shuzurim chutan kaful shishav. Samulamar ohel oil riba. It says the word oil twice. That any type of pishtan is called an oil. Well, says, if that's the case, y'all all riba, I feel call milinami. So why shouldn't the, why shouldn't the ribuy include everything? You're having a ribuy, so include everything. So when it says, im keng zera shava mayahani, I have a zera shava that compares to pishtan. So obviously something special about pishtan. That, that I have a zera shava, I can't deny that. Once I know there's something that's special about pishtan, the ribuy will come and say within the world of pishtan, it's not only identical to the Mishkan Pishtan, but any Pishtan. The Halan Krashim, Afkan Krashim. Maybe, maybe the Mishkan was made from Krashim and it's called an oil. Maybe the Krashim are called an oil. Amakravasita Krashim La Mishkan. The Krashim are there for the Mishkan. Mishkan Karui Mishkan, Ve'en Krashim Kuri Mishkan. Means if I say I'm making the beams for the Mishkan, Means the beams itself are not inherently the Mishkan, and therefore the term of Tumat Ohel would not apply to the beams. El it says, Vasita Michsela Ohel. You made a Michseh for the Ohel. Now the Michseh was made out of certain types of, uh, leathers. It was made out of ram leather. So I should make the same diuk. Achanami, Michseh Loikre Ohel. Because it's saying it's a Michseh for the Ohel. That means it's not called an Ohel. That means only the, the the linen layer was called an ohel. Anything that was for the, is not the thing itself. So what's okay? So maybe I'll tell you. Maybe leather is not called an ohel. Maybe a leather tent is not tameh. But I says no. We have to entertain a leather tent being yes tameh. We said pishtan is the only wood item, but there's other items that have the tent tuma. We're assuming if you have the teepee that was made out of leather, and a dead body is the teepee, it's tameh. Why? What about if I have if I have a camel skin? Now, if, if, how could how could uh, how could Rebbe Lazar question camel skin 
now that we said la ohel, which means the ram is not an ohel, if that's the case, or So if you're making the diuk again, let's go three things. It's not complicated. Elliot Veda, it's not complicated. So far, I have three different types of materials. I have flax. That's the only wood-like material that's metameh tumat ohel, of TP of flax. Then I have a wooden TP that's not metameh because it says krashim la mishkan. It's for the mishkan, but it's not a mishkan. But if that's true, then the words michsela ohel, the michseh shouldn't be an oil either because it's la oil, like krashim la mishkan, michseh la ohel. So that should say that all leather items are not an ohel. We know that's not true. Which the Gemara says, no, Shani Hatam, it's different over there by the Nechseh. The Hadar Hadre Kra, the Pasuk brought it back, the Chtiv Nasu et Yiriot Mishkan, carry the Yiriot, that all Moed, Nechseh, Nechseh, Tacha Shalav, Makish El Yola Tachton, we're comparing all the different layers. Ma Tachton, Karui Oil, the lower one, which was the, 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 um, leather, the, 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 the goat was considered a oil. Af Elyon, which is the leather karui oil. Okay, wonderful. So again, my three materials, my leather is, my flax is, my wood is not, as far as tomato. Now the ground wants to know about camel skin. Is that an oil? Gufa, barbalazar, orbe what's the question? I know the tachash was a one of the one of the layers of the Mishkan's roofing. Now, what was the tachash? If the tachash was tameh, hence I have a source for tameh leather being an oil and having tumat oil. But I don't know if the tachash was tameh or not. I don't know what the tachash was or not. We know tachash was this this rare once in a history animal that appeared multicolored skinned animal that appeared just for the purpose of the Mishkan. Was that or was that not a Tamei animal? We don't know. If it was a Tamei animal, then I have a source for Tamei leather being an oil. Amar Yosef, Mighty Baile, Tanina, Lohukshulum, Lechat Shemaim, El Orbe, Matorah, Bovad. What's your question? There's a line that says they can only use kosher items for God's work. So, uh, Point of Yosef, there's, uh, there's no question. Tachash had to be kosher. Matarababa, Yudomesh, Shneimach Saota, Yu, Achad Shalarot, Elimadamim. There's a machlok at what, how they made the two, two of the, uh, covers. Was it two separate ones? Was it Chad Shalarot, Elimadamim, Vachad Shalot, Techashim? Rabbi Nechemi says, Mechsa Achataya. It was really one that had two different materials sewn together. And it says, it's like a tlailan. It says it was like, it's like I say, it was like a zebra. Tacha skin was like zebra skin. And zebras are not kosher. So if I say tacha skin was like zebra skin, it sounds like it wasn't kosher. It was like the tlailan. It had a lot of colors. Below Tlailan, it wasn't literally Tlailan, the Lata Tamevacha Tahar, so we're still sticking to our guns that Tachash was Tahar. Rabbi Yosef, Ihachi, now it makes sense. Haindam and Tamin Sasgona. Why did I call the Tachash Sasgona? Sas Bidbanim Harbe. The Targum would have told me he called it Tlailan if it was a Tlailan. The reason why I didn't call it Tlailan was because it was a, it was this Sasgona. 
famous Pirush, I forgot who says it. The reason why the Tagum translated as Sas Gona was because it had no name, because you only have a name for something that's there all the time. It has no name. Its whole name was Sas Gvana. It was proud of its colors. It got an, a special nickname for the period of time that it appeared. But bottom line, we're still sticking to our guns that the Tachash is Tahor. And therefore, you would have no source from the Tachash that a Tame animal has Tumat Ohel. Okay, you're right. I'm not going to learn that for the Tachash. I have another source that camel skin has Tumat Ohel. The Tanya, Ol Be'or. The word Ol Be'or, the Bet, Riba, includes Or Be'mat Me'ah, that has Tumat Nega'im. That's the main thing we need. Camel skin has Sarat. Now, if you remember yesterday, we have different Tumas. It's not that complicated, Elliot Bet, especially the second time around the Daf. I'm definitely getting it better. We have different types of Tumat. We have Tumat Nega'im. Tumat Nega'im. For leprosy. That applies to three by three fingers. That has certain Chumrot that applies to warps and wefts. We have Tumat Shratzim. That has certain Chumrot as well. Certain size of a, of a barley corn. We have Tumat Met. of Different Tumas. And each Tumat contracts on different types of fabrics. Different laws. So now... The word Oba'or tells me specifically that camel skin gets Tumat Sarat. Another law, not for now. Kohen. Okay, that means that if you, the Kohen held it in his hand, they didn't, it wasn't Tameh, they brought it to him, he held it Tameh, it's not for now. And Katsatsmi Kulam if I put all different types of leathers together, Tamud Lamar Or. Bottom line is, it clearly says that camel skin gets Tumat Sarat. Samokins get Tumat Sarat, I'll say it gets Tumat Met also. No. Ekel and Mifbrach, I could knock it out. Malin Agim Shekin Sheti Ve'erz Tamehmen. Tumat Nega is stricter. It has the warp and weft law. Okay, Ela Gamar Mishrasim, I learned her from the Sheretz. Or, Enli Ela Or, Beimat Torah, Beimat Tumat Minayin Tamil Mar, Or. Tumat Sheretz, a dead road and touches a camel skin, it's Tameh. Can't do that either. Ekel and Mifbrach, Malin Shrasim, Shekin Metanim Kadasha. Sheretz is stricter. It's a barley corn. Those of us that we hear this morning in the Bavakama class, um, Mr. Braha, you were there in the Bavakama class, correct? Yes. You want to tell Ed Saf, who is not there, what, is, what a Sada Shaveh means? Sada Shaveh is when you, you have two or three things to work, learn from each other and you keep going around and around and you keep ending up. Nowhere, because beautiful. You're going around in circles. Great. It's Sada Chavez like this. We'll give you the classic Sada Chavez example over here. I wonder who's allowed on the daf yomi. So I say, well, look, uh, I, I say, uh, Joe Kesey's allowed on the daf yomi. So if Joe Kesey's allowed on the daf yomi, we'll let it, we'll let, uh, we'll let, uh, uh, the, the tunnel over here in the daf yomi. He said, no, no, no. Kesey, Kesey lives in, uh, Kesey lives in Brooklyn. Everybody lives in Brooklyn. But, uh, Natana lives in Cleveland. So, sorry, you can't come. So, say, what do you mean? Uh, for argument's sake, let's say I have on the screen now, uh, that's why it's not a good example because I don't want to disprove it. But I'll put him on the side. Forget about it. That wouldn't be a good example. We'll start with Kesri again. Kesri's allowed into the DAF. So, you know why Kesri's allowed into the DAF? He's wearing a polo shirt. He's wearing a polo shirt. But, uh, Morrison's not wearing a polo shirt. He's not allowed on the DAF. Okay. 
But I say, what do you mean? But Avi Galadi's not wearing a polo shirt, but he's allowed on the daf. Well, Avi Galadi has glasses. But Joe Kesley doesn't have glasses. He's got a polo shirt. Avi Galadi doesn't have a polo shirt. He has glasses. So it's not glasses, it's not polo shirts. What do you need to get into the daf? You gotta to belong to the Tara Center where Yamaka. Okay. You belong to the Tara Center where Yamaka, Mara Sutton's allowed in, even though he doesn't have glasses and doesn't have a polo shirt. Because it's not a Shaveh between these two shows me, I don't need not glasses, not polo shirts, I just need to belong to the Tara Center. Sorry, Natanel, you're out. Okay? That is, that is our, that is our, um, Sada Shaveh. So now I'm gonna make it Sada Shaveh. I'm gonna learn out from Shratzim and from Negaim. Negaim Yochichu. Negaim don't have the law of a, a Kadasha. And, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're right. Negaim don't have the law of a Kadasha. And Shratzim don't have the law of the warp of the web. For Chazar, I didn't go in circles. What's the Sada Shaveh Shabahen? Or Tamei Ben. Leather's Tamei, and I won't differentiate between Tamei and Tahor. So do the same thing. I'll say that, that I'll make it Sada Shaveh. They're both leathers Tamei, and I won't differentiate. Oh, meaning like this, Morris, you gotta stop moving, Morris. Morris. Morris, I need you for a Sada Shaveh. Oh. Get back here, Morris. Okay. I'm gonna make a pircha now. I'm gonna say Joe Kesri and Avi Galadi, you know why they're allowed in the Dafiomi class? Because they both come before the letter K. Their last names come before the letter K. And we only allow people in that have the letter before the letter K. If you come after, from L till onward, you can't come in, Morris, therefore you're not allowed in. Even though, even though they don't have glass, they don't have polo shirts, but they share a common denominator that they both have their names taught before the letter K. So you're not in. Or, um, Joe, you wearing a watch? Wearing a watch? Joe Kaz, you wearing a watch? No, no, no. Good. Avi Glad, you wearing a watch? Take your watch off, Avi. Morris, you wearing a watch? Morris, you wearing a watch? Yeah. Good. Okay. So it's not a Shave, you're right. Avi Galadi has glasses. And you don't need glasses. Joe doesn't have glasses. Joe has a polo shirt. We don't have a polo shirt, but neither of them are wearing watches. You have a watch, therefore you can't come to the class. As long as I can find a common thing that they have that you don't have, you're out. So now over here, when it comes to sheretz and nigaim, the common thing that they have is they have a chumrah that, that, um, mate doesn't have, which is their tamay less than a kazayat. So therefore I knocked on my shaveh. I'm back to the drawing board. I don't know that tumat met has the tumah of unkosher animals. I learned a kavachoma from the the uh, goat hair. Goat hair, Goat hair is not one of the things that gets gets tumat negaim, and yet it's mitamei So I learned a kavachoma from my goats here. What's the practical example that we can apply this law of, of, uh, we're not learning out anything from the Tachash. 
So what's the practical modern day example of this law? Again, before we go further, we just got clarity over here again on our, we discussed multiple different fabrics. We said again, Pishtan gets tumat oil that comes from Eitzim. Leather gets tumat oil, whether it's kosher or not kosher. Uh, Pishtan, we said, leather. Krashim do not get tumat oil. That was our discussion so far. Good. Now, what's with this law about only kosher items could be used for malechet shamayim? Practical example is tefillin. Can't make tefillin out of camels. And we learn from there, it has to be saying you're allowed to put in your mouth. So I don't need that, I don't need that pasuk. I don't need that, that logic that it has to be kosher because only kosher things are used for the mishkan. El oran, for the batim of the tefillin. The shin of the tefillin has kidusha in it. And therefore the, the, the boxes are also like tefillin, they have to be kosher. The hair and the and the sinews they use for the sewing have to be kosher. No, Hanami Alakal Moshemi Sinayu. Tanya Tfilin Rubaot, Alakal Moshemi Sinayu. The squareness is Alakal Moshemi Sinayu. Nechrochot Bissaran, the throat Begidan. They need to be hair wrapped in hair and sewed with sinew. It's Alakal Moshemi Sinayu. They have a Kiddushan. Also, they have the rule they have to be kosher without your Svara that you can only use kosher thing for godly work. El Ritzuot. I need this, this law that I can't use unkosher things to God for the ritzuot. I mean, Yitzhak ritzuot is also shchorot halachal moshesnai. Black ritzuot halachal moshesnai. The grass says yes. We need the gemiri shchorot, torot, mi gemiri. We learned that they have to be black, but halachal moshesnai does not tell me they have to be kosher. How do I know that my ritzuot have to be from a kosher animal? That I learned from the logic mentioned before that is only kosher things could be used from lechet shemai. My avalad atachashem moshe. In the end, what was this Tachash exactly? Was it Tahor? Was it Tameh? We had a nice logic. But let's see if, what, what we ended up with. Amar Bila'ah, Amar Abshum ben Lakish, Omer Ayar Bimeir, Tachash Yabi Moshe, this Tachash, Beriyab of Neatzmaya, special creature. I don't know if it's a Chayar Beima. The Karen Achat, I tell him, had one horn in between its, it was like a unicorn. Lafisha just only appeared for the moment. This is the Melo Moshe, Vasameno Mishkan, Vinignaz, and then it disappeared. If it had one unicorn, I know it was Tahar. Adam Rishon bought a, a sacrifice from this unicorn. Hashem liked Adam's korban more than a shor par, makrin mafris. Mafris means a split hooves, and makrin we'll see means one horn. Makrin sounds like tarati mashma. It's written without a yud, mi keren So therefore, it was like Adam Rishon's unicorn, which was Tahar. Well, if it, it, says, it says it was a shore like Adam, so it says, no, came with keresh, it was like a unicorn, min chayahi. We find another type of chaya that's a unicorn, and therefore we assume it, we might have been a chaya. So therefore, we, can, we, we definitely know that tachash is kosher, I don't know if it's a chaya or a behemah. Mr. Bra, unmute yourself. I'm trying, but you're not letting me. Yes, go ahead. Uh, no, just back on the tefillin, when you said there has to be the shin was holy, only the rosh has a shin, not the yad. Okay. Oh, on the box. Good question. Maybe we'll once one buy it as kosher, both have to be kosher. Good question. Okay. okay, now for our final mishnah of the day. 
Petilat Beged Shekipla. I folded up my wick. I didn't singe it yet. I just folded it. It could be Makabel Tuma. Madikimban, you could light it. It's not Makabel Tuma, Madikimban. So we have to find out what it means over here. We take a wick, we fold it in half, we roll up a wick, and there's two separate discussions over here. Is it Tamei or Torah? This means it's Tamei. It means is it Makabel Tuma? It means only a vessel is Makabel Tuma. When I fold this wick, does it lose its vessel status? We'll see what that means in a moment. That's one discussion. And another discussion, I'm allowed to light it. Why wouldn't I be allowed to light it? We'll figure out that in a moment. I understand that means the machloket is, does it lose its keli status when I fold it? A keli has a certain size. You fold it, maybe it's no longer a beged. A beged, it's too small, it's not a beged. If I make it into a wick, it lost its beged status. That's the machloket. What's the moment? Why should I, or shouldn't I use it to light my candles on Erev Shabbat? It's exactly three by three fingers. It's the minimal size. And it's Yom Tov Shechaliot Erev Shabbat Askinan. And it's a Yom Tov, Friday Yom Tov, so it's a Mukseh issue. And now let's give you a moment of background, which is that if I have something that broke on Yom Tov, since it wasn't designated for burning on Yom Tov, because on Yom Tov I have a chair. Now the chair broke. Someone invited a guest. He was a little overweight. He sat in your chair and broke. You happen to have a fireplace. You can't use that chair to burn your fireplace because it's mukset. Why? Because it wasn't set aside for that beforehand. And therefore, it was considered broken on Yom Tov and it's mukset. So we're going to be discussing now, is this wick that's bent considered not a keli or not? If it was not a keli before Yom Tov when you bent it, then it's not a palm mukset. If bending it doesn't lose its keli status, then you can't use it because you're going to cause it to lose its keli status on your tov. It's mukseh. Let's see that inside. The kulei alma Yehuda damar You can only use full pieces of wood, full utensils on yom tov. You can't use broken ones because of mukseh. That's one of the Yehuda mukseh items which we'll get to later. Number one, we didn't have that. Rovi has to be sticking out. So therefore, if it's sticking out, you're going to be touching it. Folding it doesn't make it lose its keli status. The came in the Adlik report that once you're a little, little bit, you broke it on Yom Tov. So now I'm lighting with a broken utensil. So therefore, that's not allowed. The bending makes it lose its status of a garment. And therefore, it's not a keli anymore. It's not muks anymore because it's like lighting with a piece of wood. Marv Yosef, that's what I learned from my Rebbe's, a bright that says, This Mishnah was talking about in exactly three by three fingers, and that's why bending it or folding it might lose its Kaylee status. I didn't know what they were talking about. But now, thanks to the explanation, I understand why that this Mishnah, this wick that was a folded garment, was talk was this discussion whether or not um whether or not th- there's gonna be a mukseh. Right adds one last caveat, from the fact that working in the world of Yudah who holds that there's mukseh on broken Kalim, Shmamina Kibidas and tomorrow we're gonna pick up that we have other indications that he's not hold like Rabbi Yudah. Okay, so tomorrow night, I think nine o'clock we said is our is 